You're listening to the Live, Love, Engage podcast. On today's show, we're going to be talking about taking a spiritual approach to weight loss. Stay tuned. I am Gloria Grace Rand, founder of The Love Method and author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Live, Love, Engage, how to stop doubting yourself and start being yourself. In this podcast, we share practical advice from a spiritual perspective on how to live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically so you can create a life and business with more impact, influence, and income. Welcome to Live, Love, Engage. Namaste and welcome to Live, Love, Engage. I am Gloria Grace Rand and today we're going to be talking about actually two subjects that are near and dear to my heart. We're going to be talking about weight loss um, and also spirituality and and how the two come together. And that is courtesy of my guest, Jessica. And I forgot to find out how to pronounce your last name. Is it Hofner? (laughs) Hefner. It's Hefner. Hefner. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. Um, So first off, I want to welcome you to Live, Love, Engage, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we are delighted to have you. And uh, let me just share with our audience um, who you are and why you are an expert to talk about this subject today. Um, Jessica has an MS in health science, a BS in exercise science, and she's a certified personal trainer, certified health coach and um, certified healthy eating specialist, I guess, as well. And she helps people achieve lasting weight loss with her Christian approach that incorporates spirituality and emotional health to build healthy habits. And as someone who has spent a lifetime um, on the weight loss uh, let's see, train, shall we say, or just, uh, you know, I, I've I've been up, I've been down and round and round in more ways than one, um, that I know that it's not, you can eat right and you can exercise, but um, I think it's really, everything starts with the mind and how you manage it, especially someone who's maybe, you know, dealt with eating issues um, for a long time. So tell me a little bit about how you came up with this approach, especially I, I, I've, when I met you, I found out, I thought, just thought it was really fascinating that um, you take a Christian approach to it, because that's definitely not the norm when it comes to the weight loss industry. <laughs> no, it's definitely not the norm. Uh, the reason why I got into it was actually my mom. She was overweight. She had been on Weight Watchers since she was like eight years old. Um, but she was, my sister just got married. So like in anticipation of a kid, she decided she wanted to lose weight. Um, but she really wanted it to be, you know, a lasting time. So she recruited my help. And as I was thinking about it, I knew that she knew enough about like what healthy food was and what to do to work out. So it was really like mindset. Mm-hmm. And it was really just like through being at church and just studying the word that I was like, this is what's missing. So that's when I kind of came up with it. We kind of worked out a bunch of the kinks together. <laughs> um, 
but then I kind of kept like refining it along the way and Hmm. making it better and better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. Well, um, can you give a little bit of an example of how, how they go together? I mean, how does like faith and, um, and values, I guess, how, how, how do that, how do they work together in helping someone to lose weight? So the way that they work together is you really want to be living out your highest values. And for most of us, if you're a Christian, it would be your faith would be number one. And then a lot of times our faith has all these different like branches that come from it. So not only do you have your faith as your, your foundation, as if it was like a tree, you've got your composition, and then branch up, you've got your health is one of those key branches because that is so important to how you live your life. You've got like God's given everyone purpose and God's given everyone dreams. And if you don't take care of your body, if you're not feeling well for whatever the reason, it's so much harder to do what God's called you to do. Mm. Um, So that's kind of how I see the incorporation of God really calling people's dreams out and their faith. And a lot of it has to do with just a mindset that um, I always think about John 15, like I am the vine and you are the branches. Mm. Apart from God, we can do nothing. It's like, why are we trying to do these good things like losing weight, getting energy to do the things God called us to do without him? It just seems like such a big disconnect once you really think about it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, I I really do like that because it does make sense. And, and especially... Um, one of the main things I'm writing a book right now and, and, and the, the first foundational practice that I talk about is letting go and letting God, you know, and really letting him into your life and being able to, um, you know, lean on God for support, (laughs) you know, trying, trying to do everything yourself. And, and even, um, you know, trying to lose weight by yourself. I've, I've done that road too. And that doesn't work for very long. Um, especially to keep it off the times when I have kept it off uh, more consistently (laughs) has been when I worked either with a coach directly, or I was in some sort of community where we were all working together. And, and that's where, um, you know, certainly having God on your side, I think is a good, strong coach to have (laughs) working with you. What do you think about that? (laughs) Yeah. um, I definitely offer support. Like so many of the things that help people to lose weight when you look at the bible you're like oh that's how we're kind of called to live like we're called to be in community to be a body to be working together towards a goal like we're called to be reliant on his strength he wants us to come to him he doesn't want us to like keep trying harder and like holding on tight he wants us to come to him and surrender like those desires and just like allow him to work and allow him to be our strength as you know, like through scripture, like one of the fruit of the spirit is self-discipline. Mm. So like, why are we trying to like, just conjure it up on our own if that's a fruit of the spirit, you know? So it's just kind of changing how we think about where our strength is from. Mm. Absolutely. Well, tell me a little bit about um, what, I mean, I know you said that you, you did this to help your mom, but but before that, you actually had, you obviously had an interest in, in uh, the health sciences, as it were. So what, what drew you to that? Honestly, I just, I love like the human body, how it moves. Um, 
don't know. It's just so fascinating. I played sports my whole life and I just have always liked it. Like biology was interesting. Maybe not so much the plant side. It wasn't my favorite, but <laughs> it's just so interesting to find out how things work. Mm-hmm. And then it's really neat to like see it in yourself or in other people. So that was, I guess, my biggest draw to studying it. Um, but I've definitely always wanted to help people. And with so many people struggling with their health, I was like, well, this is perfect. Let me do this. Mm. Well, I like that. So tell me a little bit more, though, about how you, I guess, were you, maybe did you just feel called, I guess, to incorporate, um, you know, really these more Christian type of approach to, um, you know, to initially to help your mom. Um, what, what really did spark that for you? So the reason why I ended up wanting to do it for other people and was like, okay, I have to do this. Like, um, there's two reasons. The first one was as I was personal training, like my clients were getting results. They were looking good. They were feeling good, mm-hmm. you know, getting a little bit more confident, but, they ever like met or had a slip up then all of the like negative self-talk would happen and then they would still have little glimmers of like that low self-esteem that they had so mm-hmm. just like brewing right underneath the surface and I was like this transformation isn't complete because I don't have this solid foundation so it was like it was a little heartbreaking like they're working so hard they're putting in all this spurt they want to feel good but they they're not all the way there mm-hmm. And then the other one was as I was personally like in the fitness industry, Mm -hmm. I kind of could see myself developing some like weird habits. (laughs) It wasn't from like a low self-esteem point of view necessarily, Mm -hmm. but maybe it was, I don't know. You could be the judge. (laughs) Um, But it was like, I felt like I had to look a certain way or like kind of act the part more. Mm -hmm. I felt like I kind of looked to the part, but it was more like, oh, I don't want anyone to know if I I ate anything or like I can only eat these foods or like what if my, my client finds out this is what I'm eating mm. so it was just gotten to like a really weird headspace and as someone who could see it from a different perspective that I'm still falling into those traps I was like all right I have to do something there's something really wrong with how the fitness industry and the like, diet industry really changes how people approach food and approach you know their you know, their exercise routine, like it just mm-hmm. really lends itself to these weird habits and it's like weird, unhealthy habits, truly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, because I know one of the things that, well, I think one of the things that maybe even the diet industry relies upon is that we wind up in this yo-yo syndrome. It's like, you know, so many people will, you know, and I know I've done it in the past and still even recently, um, <laughs> you know, have, have, have taken weight off and, and maybe kept it off for a little while and then just, you know, then wound up putting more on. Now, actually, I have not done that of late. That was my past experience where I definitely, good. <laughs> so it continued to creep up. Now I've been uh, getting better at actually lowering that set point. So now it's like when I reach a certain level, it's like, okay, no, 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 no. We got to, we got to get back, <laughs> get back to doing what I know I need to do to, um, you know, eat, eat more healthy foods, less of the things that should be only a once in a while treat, you know, not, not every day. Um, so yeah, it's it's 
it's interesting because I think it really does tend to, they tend to reinforce, um, well, reinforce the bad habits, even of just saying things like, you know, this is good food and this is bad food or something. And instead of, yeah. you know, th- treating things of more of, you know, all food is good. It's just maybe degrees or moderation and you have to kind of pick and choose. Um, so tell me a little bit about um, maybe what strategy people should really take when it comes to achieving lasting weight loss. I mean, being able to keep it off, because that's, like I said, that's something the diet industry doesn't necessarily want you to do. (laughs) They want to be able to keep selling you stuff, but um, that's not what I think most people want. Most people want to be able to lose the weight and keep it off and not have to go down that road again. Yeah. No, I'm definitely all about women breaking free from that terrible cycle because there's so much shame and guilt in it too. Mm -hmm. So I kind of break it down into three key areas to focus on. Mm. So the first one is faith, as you could have guessed. <laughs> right. Um, so this one's really, <laughs> so with this one, this helps you to go from feeling like you don't have any purpose, that you have low self-esteem, low value, mm. um, just not having any confidence to really having unshakable confidence, having complete trust in God. Because they found that people with low self-esteem, low confidence actually don't stick to their plans as much mm. and they get less outcomes from their physical, like they did a study where like they were all working out and they got less benefit from their exercise mm. routine that they did. So we definitely want to address that. And the best way to do it is through God's word. So that's kind of where we start. Mm. And then emotional health. So instead of like emotional eating, getting triggered, being really stressed, feeling hopeless, mm-hmm. once you really get your emotional health in order, then you can be free from emotional eating. Mm-hmm. You can be thriving. You can be full of peace and joy mm-hmm. and really just break away from that. Oh, like I'm sad. Let me eat this or anything like that, mm-hmm. that you can really process your emotions with God. And really just be vulnerable and hear what he has to say about everything that's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. And then the final one is strategy. (laughs) So this one has to do with changing your goals a little bit to be more approach goals. Mm. Instead of kind of being aimless and yo-yo dieting, you're going to have specific goals that you can do that are like tactical. Like, okay, I'm going to eat slower this week instead of like, oh, I want to lose two pounds because you can't really lose two pounds. (laughs) Um, So it's more about like what you can do Um, and really just changing where your strength is coming from. Mm. So instead of, you know, trying to do it all in your own strength, if you mess up, you're like, oh, I'm terrible. I'm a bad person. Instead, looking to God and realizing that it's not your strength and you can just learn from it, extend grace to yourself as you learn and just mm-hmm. take it as, okay, so this is what's going on. Better identify triggers that are happening and just help you to continually to learn to get healthier. Mm. I like that. So how that have you been? <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I really do. I think that's, it's so needed. Um, really is so needed. So, how do you work with people generally? Are you doing one-on-one? Or are you doing any type of a group program? 
So currently one-on-one, I'm looking to move more towards group. Mm. Um, I just feel like there's something about a group dynamic that you can hear other people's questions before you have it. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of a little bit more prepared. You might still ask it, but you're kind of like, well, at least I'm not alone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's, that's the thing that I like when you're, when you're with other people who are kind of going through that same thing, then you can cheer each other on. Um, yes. And so I think that would be awesome. Um, have you found anything in, in even working with clients this year as we're, we're recording this, it's the end of December already. Oh my goodness. And 2020 has been, you know, the year of just tumultuous things, you know. Um, and of course, the big, the big daddy of them all was the the pandemic. So have you found, because um, I know I've seen, you know, stories about, you know, the pandemic 15, things like that. And, um, <laughs> and like I said, in fact, I actually did indulge a little bit here. And so I've decided that this week, even though it's Christmas, I just decided yesterday to just start eating better. It doesn't, you know, because I, I don't want to wait until the first of the year. It's like, I want to just get started now. Um, so have you found that in any of uh, your clients or if you've just, um, you know, has it been um, this year in particular, maybe a little bit more, more challenging than normal for people who are wanting to be able to uh, uh, maintain a healthy lifestyle or even start a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, it definitely is because so often your emotional health isn't this on edge. <laughs> um, I mean, you keep trying to like remind yourself so much of the Christian faith, you're reminding yourself. Right. Um, but so often you're like, reminding yourself like okay god's got this but then there's just something else that's happening so you are still trying to like address your first concern and like you've got other concerns kind of creeping up mm-hmm. so it's definitely difficult and i think really just trying to extend grace is so important i think something that was interesting is i felt like more people knew that they were emotionally eating mm-hmm. than maybe sometimes in the past mm-hmm. because they they kind of realized like oh, I guess I don't have the time excuse so much because I used to commute for an hour every day and now I don't. (laughs) So it kind of helps people to almost buy into a little bit more of the emotional health. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's it's tough here. And I think that anyone who has been struggling with their weight, make sure you give yourself some grace. It's, I I don't want to say like, oh, everyone else is doing it, but just relax. It's okay. Take a deep breath. You've got things that you can work on and it'll be okay. Just continue to learn and continue to work on your emotional health. That's what mm. I would say. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, it's, you know, even in the best of times, sometimes it can be challenging. And, and I think that's, that is really good advice for people is to just, yeah, just give yourself some grace and say, okay, you know, you indulged a little bit because of, you know, everything that's going on. It's not the end of the world. You can, um, I mean, you know, depending on where you are in in your, uh, in your health in general, but if you, you know, if you did put on an extra 10 or 15 pounds, you can get them off again um, by just restarting. And actually that, that brings me to a, a good question, which I, I know you sort of said already, but um, if you, um, could give someone some advice right now and that's listening to this or watching on YouTube and, and they want to get started. 
Um, what would be what would be like the first thing that someone should do if they want to be able to, you know, take control of their health and 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 their weight and and start a um, start on that journey of making some different choices. So it's hard because like the first thing is be different for everyone. Um, but I would say. I want to give you three things. Okay, <laughs> one for each area. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so if you feel like you have a lot of negative self-talk, um, the first step would be one, identifying what you're saying to yourself mm-hmm. and then really trying to replace that with God's word so you can have an affirmation based off of God's word or mm-hmm. God's word itself. So if you keep saying like, oh, I'm so bad, I'm so this, turn to God's word. He doesn't say any of that. Um, so then replace it with what he says about you. And say like, oh, I'm valuable. Mm-hmm. I'm the apple of his eye. And just all these things that are true, because God said it, instead of your untrue self-talk that's kind of hindering you. Mm-hmm. And then for emotional health, um, for most people, journaling works out the best when you try to process your emotions. So it's not just a brain dump. It's a little bit more like, I want you to be super raw with your emotions. Get it all out. Cry. Do whatever you need to do. Um, Just get it all out. But then when you're done getting it all out, ask God how he thinks about your situation. Mm. Ask God what he wants to say. And when you listen, then you write that down and then go back to what you wrote. And see what you wrote. See mm-hmm. where there was maybe differences between what God was saying. And you might need to repent. I know I do a lot of times when I do this. <laughs> um, and just change and just repent and just go through. And whether it's a person who's been, you know, really struggling, ask God how he sees them. And then just like ask for, for their forgiveness and just help ask God for you to see that person how, they, how he does. Because a lot of times we don't have the healthiest relationships because, mm-hmm. you know, the other person's also not perfected. <laughs> right, right. So, um, and then the last one, because I said I could get three, <laughs> <laughs> um, is really just developing a strategy to learn. So when you do, it's a when, not a if, when you do mess up or have something you don't want to eat, um, whether it's a lot or just a little bit, just take the time to learn why you did it. This could be a journal entry. It could just be a quick check-in and just think about why you're doing a habit that's not in line with your bigger goal. Mm. So there's a couple of different ways you could do it, but it's really just getting to that underlying desire that's not aligned with that goal and see mm. if that could be filled by God yeah. or not. I like yeah. that. Very good. Well, if um, someone wants to be able to reach out to you and, and, you know, they've resonated with what you've said today and and wants to work um, one-on-one or hopefully you'll have a, uh, you'll have a group program, maybe by the time this air is going, um, what's the best way for someone to reach out to you? Um, Well, there's a, I'm kind of (laughs) everywhere. My website is gracious-health.com. Um. So you can find some resources there. My Instagram is at gracious underscore health. Same thing as my Twitter. Um, you can find me on Facebook. There's a little Facebook group too. It's private. So 
um, I'm, I'm kind of everywhere. <laughs> well, that's um, email's great. Any, anything that you're on, I probably am on. And I would love to connect with you and just learn more about you. Awesome. Well, I will make sure that I have all that information in the show notes. So if you're listening to this right now and you're somewhere where you can't get to a pen or something like that or computer, don't worry. Um, you can check it out later. And in fact, you can go to live, love, engage podcast.com. And that's where you'll be able to find all of our previous episodes as well as this one. And you'll have that information. So um, thank you so much for being here and really, um, shedding some good light on a subject that I know, um, you know, millions of people um, struggle with uh, from time to time, men and women. And um, I really do think that you've, you've hit the nail on the head of a good way to be able to approach it to um, help people to be able to really have that lasting good health that we were designed for, you know, they, the they say our body is their temple and, and God intended for us to take good care of it. And so maybe we just need to say, okay, God help me out a little bit. <laughs> I seem to be not doing as good a job on it. Maybe you can help me out for a little bit, right? Yeah. No, thank you so much for having me. It was great connecting with you and I'm super excited and I hope it helps the live love. Oh my gosh. I almost, <laughs> oh my gosh. But I really hope it helps your listeners. And just thank you so much for having me. This has been so good. Thank you. And um, for everyone listening and watching out there, thank you as always for being um, supporting this podcast. And and if you ever want to, uh, you know, drop us a line and, uh, you know, you can reach me through, um, through the, the link that I gave you, livelovengagepodcast.com or just my main website, gloriarand.com. I would love to hear from you if you have any suggestions for future guests. Um, and I think that's probably going to do it for me. So as always, um, I encourage you all to go out and live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically. Did you know that a majority of entrepreneurs tend to discount the importance of their work? and a good number feel their success is simply due to luck. I know from personal experience that self-doubt can keep you from having the kind of life and business you desire. That's why I've created a free guide called Uniquely You, how to move from self-doubt to self-love in four simple steps. To claim your free guide, go to liveloveengage.gift. That's liveloveengage.gift.